Welcome back to At the Table this week. We are in the book of Mark, continuing with the lectionary, and we are in chapter 12, verses 38 to 44. And I am using the Passion Translation. Jesus also taught the people, beware of their religious scholars. They live to parade around in their clergy robes and be greeted with respect on the street. They crave to be made the leaders of synagogue councils, and they push their way to lead tables at banquets. For appearance sake, they will pray long religious prayers at the homes of widows for an offering, cheating them out of their very life livelihood. Beware of them all, for they will one day be stripped of honor, and the judgment they receive will be severe. Then he sat down near the offering box watching all the people dropping in their coins. Many of the rich would put in very large sums, but a destitute widow walked up and dropped in two small copper coins worth less than a penny. Jesus called his disciples together around and they, he said to them, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given a large offering than any of the wealthy, for the rich only gave out, out of their surplus. But she sacrificed out of her poverty and gave to God all that she had to live on, which was everything she had. We're talking about generosity today and what Jesus saw with the widow giving all that she had. And I have a friend with me joining me today. His name is Jimmy. And he's going to add his two cents in to this conversation about generosity. I'm not sure if it's going to be two cents. It might even not be worth a penny as you're talking with the whole widow's might. But there's actually two pieces that we're looking in here. And it's not just the generosity thing. So you, you're starting off. And I know when you were... Uh, talking about with the passion translation, which I'm looking at the ESV and you know, talking about the scribes. And the one thing that really pops in when you're doing this thing is before we get to that generosity piece, it's how are you acting? What are you doing on a daily basis? Especially, I mean, when they're talking about the, the scribes and Mark and how basically they are putting themselves above others so they're better than the other i mean how many times do we sit there when we are at work or you know not even at work just can be somewhere and you just you get that feeling that someone feels that you are just less than they are you know it's almost like not it's this in, in, in some ways an entitlement thing of the way they're thinking that they are above and you are beneath and we've all had that I mean I deal with that with that feeling on, on a regular basis but the Bible also talks about in many places where you have the wolf in sheep's clothing of being very careful and one thing that the Bible even tells us how you should trust and verify which was something used a lot by Reagan in the 80s that you are told something. I mean, the Bible even says that trust what a church leader is giving you. But at the same time, you need to verify what they're saying to you to see that it is holding true 
to what Christ has told us. It's holding true to what the Bible is saying and what they're trying to get out of that. I mean, this when Sherry was sharing that of how they, the scribes would go to the widows' houses and 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 in the e, the ESV it says devour a widow's home, you know, coming in and basically we'll say you know pay for prayer, like pay for play, you know, it's like pay per view. You know, they're putting this on so you can you know pay to to get that prayer, and that's not that's not sharing love. I mean. You know, we're, we're told that, you know, there are nowhere Christians by our love, by sharing love, by sharing God's love, God's unconditional love. And in many ways we can do that just with how we deal with people as you're walking with them on the street, holding the door, giving them a smile, saying hello, just being kind to somebody, which... You know, the the question is, you know, when you think about that, holding yourself accountable, when was the, the last time you did something just nice to somebody? You just did, without them asking, without them wanting, you just kind of, you just kind of did that. I was reading an article earlier this week, and of course I cannot remember, uh, it, he's a Spanish tennis player, um, and of course I think it's Rafael Nadal. Not, I think is how you say his last name. I, I, I might be getting that wrong. But, I mean, think of something very simple. There is was a 97-year-old 90, still playing tennis. In fact, he holds the Guinness Book of World Records, being the oldest tennis player. Raphael, who actually holds a tennis academy, invited this gentleman to come to his academy. While at the academy, the guy sees Raphael and says, hey, would you, as he said it, would you play a point with me? Which is basically, would you play a game? Would you play tennis? And they did. And Raphael stopped what he was doing, where it was going, and set up the time and played that point with this gentleman. Something that small could really mean the world to someone we hear this all the time that the simplest little thing that we can do could mean the world to somebody because we don't know where they are we don't know where they are sitting we don't know what's happened in their life but we need to treat them with respect we need to love them no matter how we are doing no matter what we're going through to help them to encourage them to exhort them, to lift them up, no matter where they are. I mean, we're not here to kick them down when they're falling. As you know, then you roll into the the widow's might, the, the woman giving her her two coins, which is everything that she had, and Jesus talking about how she did more than those that gave that were rich because they gave out of their abundance. They gave out of you know they had it to give, but she didn't, and she gave. And she gave and she was down. She was down and out. I mean, this is all that she had left. And it's like they're kicking her. They're kicking her when she was down. Rather than saying, you know, picking her up. But she believed. And she trusted. And she knew that giving what she had out of love 
for, you know, love, belief, the love for God of He is going to provide with what she's doing. You know, when is it, what are we doing with being generous? How are we being generous to each other? And it's not easy by any means. It's hard to relate many times when you're going through certain situations, your friends or family are going through situations that you don't really know what's happening. So you're not sure how to be there for them, which is another way of being generous, you know, being an ear or just sitting down and watching a movie or, you know, having a cup of coffee with them. You don't even have to talk. It's just giving them a little bit of your time to, to help them with, things that they're going through. I mean, there's there's so many things that you can look at when you're rolling through these things. And when you're doing this, you th- need to think, you know, what is it that I have done lately? You know, and, and we're not just talking personally. We're even talking while you're at work. What are you doing at work that you're being generous? What are you giving at work to help coworkers that are not really sure what they're doing or needing to learn something? Or helping your boss. You know, hopefully your boss isn't like one of those scribes and they're, you know, being all hoity. I mean, we've all had that manager. We all wanted to throw punch him, you know, because it kind of gets annoying because they make you feel like you're just that little, that little, little, little thing. You're not anything. You'd really mean nothing to them because you know what? You could be replaced tomorrow. We can find somebody else that can do your job. You don't matter. But the thing is, we all matter. And we have to remember that because we are in a such turmoil in this world. And this isn't new. We've been in this turmoil for thousands of years. I mean, it's funny when you look at things that we're going through now and look back 1,500 years ago, guess what? We have not advanced. We're still going through the exact same stuff just in a different way. You know, now we have the internet so we can get there faster. We have social media so we have people that can, you know, really spout off what it is that they think faster. We have podcasts so everybody can share their opinion and just get it out there. But we have to be careful because there's so much information out there that we need to be able to weed through all that information and really be able to piece it together to get to that truth. Remember, trust and verify. So believe it, but ver- verify what it is that you're hearing, what it is that you're seeing as you're, as you're helping somebody. Sometimes even that trust and verifying, that's how you're helping someone else with that generosity, being kind to them. Because they're seeing something, they're hearing something, and they're like, I have no clue how to deal with this or understand what is going on so you can help them. But at the same time, as you're helping them, you want to remind them the same thing. Trust but verify. I'm sharing information with you. But don't just take what I'm telling you at face value or at word value. Verify the words. Verify what's being said. I mean, we're in this this world that's being pulled apart from side to side. We are so split down the middle right now, it's ridiculous. Because of everything that's happening and what's going on. 
and no one is getting along and it has gotten so bad over the last 10 years I was actually and I think I told Sherry about this and I, I remember talking with somebody a few weeks ago of how in my lifetime and I'm sure in yours too right Sherry right. that I've Probably. never seen such division between people as I'm seeing right now no one is being kind no one is being respectful nobody's being generous to each other we're not when we're talking generous we're not always talking money yes in the reading today it talked about the the widow's might the money but we're not always talking about the financial piece there's so much more than dollars when trying to be there to help somebody. Because again, being generous is, you know, just listening. Being generous is just being respectful. You know, being generous is believing in that person as an individual and treating them as an individual and wanting to get the information from them as an individual and not just putting them in some can some cookie cutter you know we're ta talking a song here they all have to have the, the exact same thing or a movie you know we are all our own people person thing I don't know just words but you think about that and how is it that you you hold yourself to that of, of being accountable to you know what have you done how have you treated anyone in the last week day month year 10 years 15 years I mean I have things that haunt me all the time and they were things that happened so many years ago that I wasn't good I didn't do the right thing for something and you know, the funny thing about memories is they're still there. Yeah, the whole forgive and forget. I mean, the forgiveness, and of course we got to forgive ourselves, and not always easy, but that whole forgetful thing, you know, I think we've all figured it out. If The longer you live, that, that forgetting isn't as easy as what... In fact, forgetting, nearly impossible. You know, forgiving yourself for doing something wrong or forgiving someone else... For being doing you wrong is hard but then forgetting mm. but see that's the way that we have I, I was I was watching something this past week and they were talking about what it is that I was either watching or listening I can't remember reading who knows talking about Satan the devil Lucifer and what it is that he could do. And I even remember this as a kid talk, you know, listening to sermons of how the reality is Satan, he has no power. He's a one trick pony. And he's figured out how to do that one trick very well over and over and over again. That one trick. 
Remember that thing I just talked about forgetting and you can't let it go? There's a trick. It's that negativity that he brings in of things that, that those memories that you have or someone saying something bad to you. Crazy. I mean, we all know we've, we've heard the, the research that when they say giving someone praise of how important it is, and it's that, was it that 70-30 method, if I remember right? You know, they need 70% of praise. So you, you need to hear more good things about what you do than the bad. Because that 30%, whenever you hear something negative, that is going to just dig into you. And will just rip into your heart. Rip into your soul. Rip into your mind. And it just latches on and isn't going to let go. I was something else I heard this week and it was it was a life hack that I heard which is a great idea so you know those little good those the, the good feedback the positive feedback those those good things text message email voicemail whatever it is that's been that you get because you did a great job you know what keep those put a little folder on your desktop you can do this at work you can do this on your home computer. I mean, you can even do it in your phone if you have that little... Because I know both the, the iPhones and the Androids have that little, like, notes feature. But keep that. And then, you know, put on there, like, you know, I am worth it. Or I am worthy. Or I am better. I mean, however you want to label that folder. And put all that good information in there. So when something bad is said to you or something bad happens and you're having that day you can open it up and then read all those positive notes that people had shared with you all those good things that you have done I mean I thought it was a really you know good suggestion and you know I'm even thinking about doing it I'm lazy, probably won't get it done because I procrastinate. But, you know, it, but it is. It, it's one of those trying to hold on to those good pieces. So you don't lose that generosity to give to others. So you don't lose that kindness to give to someone else. So when you run into someone like the widow who really has nothing, you're not going to kick her when she's down. Because again, we are to pick them up. We're to help them out. I don't know. There's my two cents. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. I think you're lying, but okay. Um, I'll need to trust and verify. Years ago, when I was in interpreting school, that was something that our program instructor instilled in us, was to keep a feel-good file, and that's what it's called, is feel-good. Every job that I've had, that's the first thing I do, is I go get a file folder, and I call it the feel-good folder. And that's where, I, like, when I left my last job, and all the notes that I got went in there. The job I had before that, all the cards that the kids made, that goes in that folder. And then no matter what, I can go back to all the things, all the good things that have happened over the years. And when I teach in interview skills, 
I tell the kids, well, kids, they're high schoolers, a lot of them have anxiety or depression, and yet we're here to tell them, hey, you need to be positive in your job interview. We tell them, write that note in the corner. Be generous to yourself by saying, you've got this. When I was interviewing for my last job, I changed my watch face to, you go girl, because that's what I needed. Being generous to yourself so that you can be generous to others. And the whole verify thing, um, Community of Christ like knows about that. I don't know that you know this, but in the Book of Mormon, the very, very front of the Book of Mormon is a letter by ministers that form the church talking about how they know that the Book of Mormon is true scripture because they took it to God and they said they got on their hands and knees and said God is this from you and they had verification <laughs> don't give me that look <laughs> but verifying is important don't just take don't take my words don't take Jimmy's words don't take Joel Alstein's words or whatever you say his name Alstein take it take Rick it to God Warren. Rick Warren take it to God Joe Biden oh definitely Joe Biden Donald definitely Trump. Joe Biden definitely Donald Trump <laughs> take all of that but especially take it to the scriptures and as you take it to the scriptures pray about it and say God what are you telling me now what do you what do you want me to get out of this that's why it's so important that if you listen to this podcast or any other religious podcast, that you yourself go back and read that scripture for yourself. Because that's the magic of the scriptures, is that you can read it over and over again. And you're going to get the message that you need for that time. It's kind of like listening to Christian radio sometimes. History. Sometimes when you listen to Christian radio, I mean, I talked about this. I can't remember how many weeks ago about the song Glorious Unfolding and how it unfolded no I was driving I was driving to Iowa I had just gotten lambasted by my now ex-mother-in-law and had a carload of things to bring to my mom's house and as I hit the Iowa border the radio station played a song by Michael W. Smith um, I can't remember the name of that one. Something about Anchor. And right after that was Stephen Curtis Chapman's Glorious Unfolding. And that was the first time I'd ever heard it. But it talks about how this is not the way you thought your life was going to be. And I'm sure that widow wasn't thinking that was the way her life was going to be. I know in the book of Ruth, that's not how she thought her life was going to be. It life hits you and you've got to bounce back and one way you can bounce back is being generous to others praying for others when you see someone in need pray about it you won't let go yeah you won't let go there you go um that was the michael w smith song but pray about it and ask god you know if they don't know how if you ask them and they're like i don't know how you can help me turn to god get on your knees and talk to God and say God you know you know the situation how can I best serve them and again serving that's what the disciples did and that's exactly what Jesus was showing them was look she's given everything that she has 
for this. She's offering everything that she has. And it's going to come back triple fold to her. Don't you agree? There was something that I saw. Uh, it was a, a meme on social media this past week. And I'm probably going to get it wrong a little bit. But it was, again, one of those things that... When you think about it, it's like, wow. So it was talking about our world and how it is so messed up right now. And especially our country. And it was saying how, again, I'm going to mess this up, but basically the idea is how you cannot please 330 million kings, but you could please 330 servants. And again, I mean, how are you treating yourself? Are you like those scribes where you're better and you're being that king and you're feeling entitled and this is what I deserve and I better get it? Or are you serving someone? Are you being generous with someone to to help, to, to be that helping hand? I mean, again, we're... You know, we're here to not just serve God, but to serve one another. We're here to love one another. We're to help one another. But I saw that, and and again, it's like it's one of those memes that just like stomps right on your foot, and you're like, ah, I don't want to hear it. But you know, again, it's one of those strong accountability things. I mean, are you acting like a king, or are you acting like a servant? Good words. Good meme. I haven't seen that one, but maybe I'll see it around on TikTok or something. They'll flash it. Whatever it is where they show the memes. But anyway, I think I'm going to end it here. It's been a little bit longer episode than I normally do, but that's okay because we have a special guest, Jimmy. And I thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please tell your friends. Why is Jimmy laughing? That is what I would like to know. <laughs> uh, if you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and listen next week. And give yourself a rating. Oh, okay. I've never asked my listeners to do that. So, yeah, give me a rating. So, thanks for coming to my table this week and listening to our conversation. And I will catch you next week and make that feel good file and make someone else feel good this week.